I am here with my love, Angela Kontkin. Hi, everyone. Are you excited, love? Because now I get to interview Angela a little bit and twist the tables, turn the tables. Normally, Angela does an intro, but now I get to do the intro for Podcast 21, which is really exciting because I called it Living It. And I want to take this time to really have Angela share with you the power of going within. So let's get to it. Yeah. Hi world, I'm Angela Konkin. And I'm your why guy, Jerry Visca. Welcome to our podcast. Inspiring one million whys together. Woohoo! <laughs> so who's Jerry? Well, he's formally educated in architecture, a branding expert, author of 18 books, and today focuses all of his awesome creative energy on helping people answer the only question that matters. Why do I exist? Don't forget, love, I've also toured 11 countries inspiring thousands of people. Oh yeah, forgot. And Angela happens to be the love of my life. Thanks, love. So, who's Angela? She's a trained life and leadership coach, but today focuses her energies not just on me, but on helping people train their brain through the power of meditation and, of course, touring the world with me on this inspiring mission of One Million Wise. I like to call myself the fluffy sidekick. Together, we're inspiring one million whys in the world. I help you ignite your deeper why, which, of course, I define as the world helped by you. And I help you live it, baby, by training and conditioning your mind. So this podcast is where we thought it would be cool to share more of us and the energy of this big, fat, audacious vision of inspiring one million whys. And how it all comes to life through this magical thing called why time. We'll also share how we do this together with each other, which is what I love. It's amazing. I love doing this with you, Jerry. But most importantly, this vision can only come to life together with you because we can't do it alone. And that's why we're sharing it. So thanks for tuning in. So love, you're on this amazing journey. You know why you're here. You're excited. I've always enjoyed seeing your why really mature and watching you nurture it and helping people feel the sense of aliveness with their lives. But what I really admire most is through all your meditation work, your meditation practice, your symphonies for the mind, you call this going within. Why do you refer to your meditation work as going within? I refer to it as going within love because I believe for a long time that was what I was seeking. Actually, to be more specific, what I was seeking was to feel this aliveness, to live all these beautiful personal growth concepts and wisdoms that I was being exposed to, but I wasn't really feeling like I was living it. And I wasn't feeling this aliveness that I was really seeking to experience. And I know, looking back now, a big reason that I wasn't really living it, that I wasn't feeling this aliveness that I was seeking, was that I was seeking it always in the outside world, in 
experiences outside of me, people, places, things, the next book, the next workshop. It was always being sought in the external world. And what I know today for sure is that it's all within me, but I just have to know how to get in there. Okay, I love that. I love what you're sharing there. And I want to stay on that for a bit. How has going within for you, what has that done for your life when you started going deeper? What it's done for my life, it's done everything. I love the line that I read not too long ago from a beautiful book called Conversations with God. And it goes, go within or or go without. What I've experienced through going within, through meditation, is that I am starting to bring all these experiences to life. I'm feeling that aliveness by feeling that deeper connection to myself. I always had this kind of intellectual understanding of your inner self, self-love, inner awesomeness, things like that, but I didn't feel it and I wasn't living it. So today, I feel like for the first time in my life, by going within, by strengthening myself from the inside through meditation, I am starting to live it. I'm starting to become it. I'm starting to feel it. And that is creating these new levels of aliveness that emanate from within. That's where it all begins, from within. We just have to know, as human beings, how to get in there. And I believe that most of us don't even know how to get in there. I didn't for a very long time. So why is it that we need to go within? What's the importance of it? Well, it comes back to that statement that I referred to, the go within or go without. If you do not go within, you're going to be constantly run by the external world. And how's that working for us? It wasn't working for me. It had me feeling all over the place, lost, seeking, seeking constantly. It had me feeling overwhelmed, anxious, numb, and really frustrated that I didn't know how to live these things. None of them seemed were tangible for me. But today, as I am learning through meditation to create and strengthen that pathway inward, I'm feeling like I'm living it. Hearing you share this reminds me of one of my favorite writers, the late Wayne Dyer and Dr. Wayne Dyer. And he always had a statement that that I really admired was we always have a choice to either be a host or a hostage, a host to God or a hostage. And I feel that what you're sharing is that going within, I know certainly for me that going within allows me to be more of a host. And that ties into my next question for you is there's something called noise and we're all surrounded by it. And I always love the definition of noise, unwanted sound. So why does going within help to silence the noise? Well, One thing that we are very conditioned to doing as human beings is we're trying to quiet the noise in the external world. We're trying to control the external world. When this happens or when this stops happening, I'll be okay or I'll be at peace or I'll feel stronger or I'll feel more focused. How's that working for us? Again, I say, but when you go within, you start to create and become that calm in the storm. You used to say to me, what are you seeking? And I would say, I'm seeking peace. I'm seeking to feel peace, to become peace. 
And today what I know for sure is that as I go inward and I create that pathway inward, I strengthen that pathway inward every day, not just when I feel like it, but every day because that's foundational for me now. I am starting to live that peace, become that peace. So no matter what's going on in my external world, I can still connect to it. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't get thrown off like we all do, but as I strengthen myself from within, I get back on track easier. I like that. I like that a lot. It's helping you stay on track and get back on track. What are you finding with people that you're working with? You're working with all these amazing people who have never gone within. So they're the, I'm going to go without folks. And now you start to find them saying, hey, and show me how to go within. What's showing up for these people? Well, what I'm finding is really the human condition out there. And I have a lot of compassion for it because obviously that was me. All of us, and especially in this noisy, busy, nonstop, chaotic world, we are being run by the external world. Other people, circumstances, events. As soon as we walk out the door, something whoops us up the side of the head and it totally throws us off. So I have a lot of compassion for what human beings are experiencing. And when I speak to people, it makes a lot of sense to them that they are being run by the external world. They no longer wish that kind of an experience but they really don't know how to go within. They don't know how to quiet their mind. They're maybe a little bit freaked out about it. They're saying things like, Ange, I don't know how to quiet this noisy mind, or I've tried it before and it doesn't work. And I say, it's okay. I know what that feels like. And even if you have the noisiest, busiest mind on the planet, trust me, you can do this. It's great. You can do so. Anybody can go within. Oh, totally. And anyone can start at any point in time that they decide. What is it that they have to decide mentally? How do they prepare themselves? Well, I always say there's four steps, love. First of all, you have to decide. Once you decide that you want to strengthen yourself from within, you want to deepen that connection, become that calm in the storm. You want to train and condition your brain and mind. And meditation is the most powerful and effective medium today to do that. And that's being proven by science, which is totally blowing my mind because I'm kind of a science geek and I love that it's being reinforced by the science. So once you decide, because I can't decide for you, I can sit here and talk till I'm blue in the face because I'm so inspired by this, but you have to decide. You have to be the one that puts on your big girl pants and you decide, I'm going to just do this, even if I do have, have the noisiest mind in the world. And step two, keep it simple. You don't need a special room, Buddhist statues and candles everywhere. Find a comfy seat close to where you wake up in the morning because I always coach people to start with a foundational morning meditation practice, like almost as soon as you wake in the morning so that your mind, your brain and mind are still in that kind of dozy, what I call alpha state. And then third step, get some help, get some guidance. A lot of people say to me, Ange, I tried meditation. And I say, well, what'd you do? Well, I just sat there. How's that working for you? 
use some guided meditations. Today, I still love listening to guided meditations. They really help to train and condition my mind when it wanders off to get back on track. So that's why I create very beautiful, inspiring meditations around themes of personal growth and transformation. And that whole journey, as you know, is called Symphonies for the Mind. And step four is your attitude. Be kind, patient, and compassionate with yourself. Those are good steps. Yeah. It it reminds me of a few years ago when we first started exploring your Symphonies for the Mind. I remember we were doing an interview with Jack Canfield. So for some of you that don't know, Jack is the co-founder, co-creator of Chicken Soup for the Soul series, one of the most successful book series. And he also wrote The Success Principles. And we were interviewing him for one of our issues of Definers Mag. And we were sharing with him at the time, you had just finished writing. And I don't think you had composed them yet, but you were just putting it together. And it was called Everyday Meditations. And I remember Jack saying, oh my God, I love that name, Everyday Meditations. And I want to stay in this because it ties into the noise, the external world, what people are facing. What are these everyday situations that you responded to in that first album that you created? Well, in that first album that I created, I really wanted to help people make meditation easy, inspiring, and accessible in everyday life. And I started thinking about the points in your day where meditation would serve you the most. So first of all, as I said, morning is foundational. It's the game changer, non-negotiable. And then I created a meditation for midday because once your day starts going, all these things are flying at you and your mind feels busier, off track and not as focused on the rest of your day. I remember working with this leadership coach and I was creating a personalized meditation for him and he said to me, Ange, I'd really like you to create a meditation for me midday because I really need to get my mind into the game for all my coaching later on in the day. So that midday meditation really is foundational to keep your mind or get your mind back on track. And also meditations like transitioning meditations. After you've had a busy long day and you're transitioning into the next part of your day, that could be meeting the love of your life for dinner or connecting with your kids in the evening. In order to be fully present, you can use the power of meditation to help you transition your brain, mind, body, and spirit from one part of your day and into the next. And then obviously using meditation even before you go to bed to let go of the day and also to powerfully reflect on the day that you were gifted. I love it. I think the Everyday Meditation is still to this day is one of my favorite albums. I think I even helped compose it, put it together. I think you did. But it's exciting because you're responding to, again, you're helping people live it. Now, when you say you're helping people live it, what is the it? You know, we live in this self-help age. I've been a coach now for over 10 years, deeply immersed in personal growth, deeply inspired by spiritual wisdoms. A lot of them are yours. You know, wisdoms from A Course in Miracles, wisdoms from the Tao Te Ching. I've just been immersed in this. But for a long time, I've felt like I had an intellectual grasp of this. 
I knew it. I was full of knowledge, but I wasn't able to apply it to my daily busy life. And as I speak to people out there, I was finding they were feeling the same thing. They were experiencing the same thing. So all these wisdoms and personal growth concepts were not very tangible to them. They weren't living it. That's what I mean. So as I was diving deeper and becoming more inspired around the mind and meditation and how meditation gives us access to deeper levels of mind, specifically the subconscious mind, I thought, hold the phone. The best place to work on yourself is within a deeper level of mind, the subconscious mind. Whammo, that's what meditation opens up for you. And that's why I created Symphonies for the Mind, to help you live it, to help you live these incredible personal growth concepts that right now you have an understanding of for the most part, but I want them to become tangible in your life. First of all, I like the uh, the it. I always thought it was inner turmoil, but now I understand that it's <laughs> it's insights and teachings, and you're helping people really live that. You used to there was a way that you I've heard you share what your meditation practice is. It's this fusion. Tell me about that. You're making it accessible for people. You're making what is it that you're making accessible? Well, despite the fact that I have a program called Symphonies for the Mind that wraps these creative meditations around these personal growth concepts, I want the everyday person to feel like they can do this. And a huge value I hold around my meditation work and especially the monthly meditation program, Symphonies for the Mind, is that people feel guided and supported. They don't feel alone in this. Because I know today, hey, you can easily download an app, but you're still going to feel alone. And sometimes you'll get off track. And people tell me this all the time. Or maybe you'll feel overwhelmed with all the insights and the knowledge out there. A lot of people are telling me that too. So through Symphonies for the Mind, I actually simplify personal growth. Every two months, we take a powerful and transformative personal growth theme. We, I wrap a meditation around it, and we go deep. We do the work. We go deep into the mind, into the subconscious mind, so that you can do the daily work through meditation to really bring this to life in your life. So you're really the symphony conductor, and you're guiding the orchestra is who you are. I love it. Actually, that's how I visualize. Because they feel alone, and you're, yes. you're guiding them. It, it's amazing that you say that, love, because for a long time, that is how I visualize myself, this symphony conductor helping these beautiful, creative minds, helping elevate these minds. It's just a lovely, lovely visualization for me. A lot of time with why time, the why time that you do with people, helping them connect to their deeper why, they walk away with this beautiful why statement. I exist too. And you say to them, so now there's nothing to do. All there is is to live it and become it. And I know that's why a lot of times you send them to me. Now I need you to work with Angela. And you introduce them to me because meditation is such a beautiful part of that living it and becoming it. That's because we make beautiful music together, love. I think so. I think this is fantastic. Podcast (laughs) 21, 
within Angela's mind. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into this symphony. This has been fun.